Hello, you are watching Breaking Free Speech, the Breaking Free Skate Park podcast. This is episode 59. You know me. I know you. This episode, you're thinking this episode was going to be the history of Breaking Free Part 2, but we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do a a different normal episode, and then episode 60, we'll jump back in on that. Today, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping, some just normal dissemination of information, and then we're going to talk about a situation that arose recently about people who think they are above the rules, and we're going to talk about that. But first, let's jump into the Breaking Free website, which is updated somewhat regularly. Here's your BFS calendar. Uh... Two things of note. First week of April, spring break. So April 3rd through April 7th. We'll be opening at 1 o'clock all day. Spring breaking free. Note that in your calendar. Second note. Summer hours begin May 1st-ish. We might make some adjustments there, but for the most part, May 1st. Below that, we have added... These breaking free summer calendar. So now we have a different color coded calendar for the summer. Things to note close at nine instead of 10. Saturday is shortened to 10 to 7, and Sundays are only 12 to 5, and we will be closed on Tuesdays in addition to Monday. And lastly, you'll see summer camp is on this calendar. The summer camp info will be out. Within the next week, week one, June 26th, week two, July 10th, week three, July 24th, week four, August 7th, and almost forgot, please note, May 22nd through May 31st, we are closed, including, possibly including the weekend. I'm not sure on that yet. I will be out of town, so maybe we'll be open on Saturday. Maybe not. And then similarly, similarly, in August, we are closed for one week there as well. And that's it for housekeeping. So the issue, the thing I wanted to talk, talk to everyone about today, the story I want to tell, I think is uh, it's not the best story. I was kind of torn about whether or not I should tell this story and how much detail I should give into this story. But I think it's it's, man, it's, uh, it, I think it's useful to understand that these sort of things happened. And I think explaining the situation is beneficial for everyone involved and everyone that wasn't involved. Just to understand, so you know, like, like these things happen and how they're handled. And uh, this would be a, good, a great example of how, how you should not handle a situation. So before we get into the situation, uh, I wanted to go over the waiver. So going back to the website, you know, right here on top of the website, you must fill out a waiver to ride at the skate park. Click this button, do the waiver. Here's your online waiver. Everyone that's been there that comes at rides, you have a waiver on file. Okay. I've gone through and highlighted some parts of the waiver and I'm going to point these out to you. Uh, you could read them if you're on YouTube and you'll listen to them if you're on a podcast. So right on top, this document affects your legal rights before signing it. You need to carefully read it all. Pretty straightforward, right? Legal stuff. 
under personal responsibilities, third part down, third section down under personal responsibilities, it says the participant and his or her parents or legal guardians understand that the participant is obligated to follow the rules of the activities and he or she can minimize his or her risk of injury by doing so. And through the exercise of common sense and being aware of your surroundings. So that's just a little, little extra insight, you know, common sense. It could be tough. And then we get into the last section, which is the behavioral code agreement, the rules and the safety protocols. These are printed in the shop on the big poster. They're printed in the hallway on a smaller poster. This is what you all agree to. So right here highlighted the second section. All participants are responsible for and required to wear a approved safety helmet while in the park. It must be worn in the fashion for which it was designed including but not limited to proper condition, fit, position, strap, slash, buckle, adjustment. So, wear your helmet. And I just highlighted this one. I thought this was funny just because riding, skating is limited to the park. It's not allowed in the parking areas, the sidewalks, the entrance, the pro shop, the staging areas, or the viewing areas. So, no riding in the shop. All right. Lastly, violation of the above behavioral code code will result in ejection without refund. Repeated violations will result in banning of the participant from the premise. Okay. There's your waiver. Now, I'm going to tell you the situation. So, there was only one day this entire winter that I wasn't at the skate park. I took one day off. And in fact, for the whole winter, I think I've only had, including Christmas and Thanksgiving, I've probably only had four or five days off. This is one of them. I went to Cleveland. I went and rode my bike at another park. It was awesome. This incident occurred while I was gone, which raises the question of would it have occurred had I been there? Did this individual take advantage of the fact that I wasn't there? I don't know. This is not a dig on the, my employee who covered me. He was doing me a favor, a favor in which he gets paid hourly for. It's called employment, right? Uh, could he have noticed the problem? Yes. Should he have? Yes. Do things slip through the cracks? Yes. How the whole situation came to light to me was a few weeks later, another rider, a young kid said, Hey, Dave, what's the deal with this helmet thing? I had no clue what he was talking about. And I was, so I said, what, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, do some people not have to wear helmets now? And I said, no, surely everyone has to wear helmets. What are you talking about? And then he shows me a video. So on that Sunday that I was not here, there was a dude riding without a helmet on, and he filmed clips, and he posted them on the internet. Another thing that kind of irks me of this situation is that all my regular customers were there. They saw it happening. I know for a fact at least one rider said something to the guy, and he, that person reported back the guy was kind of a jerk about it. 
But come on, guys. If, if you're in the skate park and you see there's an issue, something's unsafe, someone's being unsafe, you got to come, come get me. We'll take care of it, right? Anyway. So the guy posts clips of him riding no helmet. So I comment on it from the Breaking Free Skate Park account. And I say, where's your helmet? That's a good way to not ever ride here again. Which is a little tongue-in-cheek. But, you know, that's the point. Hey, buddy, like, what are you doing there? Little threat, like, hey, you know, it's a good way to get banned. Which is what I was saying, right? And this is where things just get a little weird. Not weird, but... I'm going to, I thought, I thought for a while whether I was going to do this or not. And I decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to read basically word for word our message exchange, because I think it's, it's just, I I like transparency. So I'm going to just read everything that happened. Right. So as I said, I commented, you know, where's your helmet? It's a good way to get banned from riding here. This kid messages me. And I saw he messaged me and I was like, oh, cool. Like, we're going to open a dialogue. Great. He sends me a link, a video to an Instagram video or a reel of someone else that he is accusing of riding the skate park without a helmet. And he sends that along with a caption that reads this. Find what's missing, exclamation point. Can you? Question mark. He better not ride at Breaking Free Skate Park again, exclamation point. So extraordinarily sarcastic, pretty arrogant. And just right off the bat, he's just like throwing a dagger at me. Okay. My response was, is this really your response, right? Of all the things you could say to me, why are you going to come at me, message me, and like throw that kind of crap my way, right? Now, the video he sent me of someone else riding with a helmet, the person's got their hood up. It's not totally clear whether they do or don't. To a trained eye like myself, I could tell he did not. That situation was handled. But anyway, so I, so I tell this guy, I say, is this really a response? To which he says, doesn't make sense to me. Do you want to clear up your thought process with me and explain this to me? So again, just like kind of condescending, talking to me. All right, cool. In a scenario like this, I am going to be extraordinarily careful with how I choose my words. I'm going to be firm and informative. I'm not going to try to be harsh or throw accusations at him. I want things to be cordial, right? So my response is, it's not complicated. You signed a legally binding document that says, among other things, helmets are required. You agreed to this when the waiver was completed. Additionally, there are signs all over the skate park that say helmets are required at all times. People who don't respect the rules are not allowed at the skate park. Further, I say, and this is all very true, especially this past year, indoor skate parks are exceedingly rare and incredibly difficult to keep open. We pay tens of thousands of dollars in insurance coverage so that we can function. The rules and safety protocols on the waiver and the waiver itself are part of that coverage and part of those costs. Even with that, it only takes one incident for a skate park to close. 
nobody is above the rules, your actions and your subsequent comments reiterate that you think you are, in fact, above the rules, and that is not acceptable. Now, let me explain something to you. I don't know if this is a thing that exists, but it certainly, it certainly could be, and it's likely to be. And I'll give you an example of where I know it does exist. I have a friend of mine, and his job, he works for an insurance company. His job is to go online and investigate people who have had claims against this insurance provider for things like disability or workman's comp, right? Or some sort of coverage. Basically, you know, you get hurt at work or you get in an accident and you say, oh, I hurt my back. And you get paid out of settlement because you are supposedly injured and damaged, right? So then there are people that work for these companies that go on, type your name into Facebook or whatever, and they go, hmm, that's weird. This guy, you know, is getting paid out X amount of dollars for having a bad back from the car accident we paid out for. But he was in the Adirondacks this weekend and he climbed two peaks. Hmm, that's weird. You know, it's basically insurance fraud, right? So it's completely plausible and actually likely that my insurance company has the same deal. I get audited every year. They check my numbers. They ask me questions. They check on my attendance. They want to know skill level. They want to know the size of ramps. They want to know what's changed. They want to make sure everything's covered. There's, like I said, for the fourth time, it's very likely there's someone that works for this underwriting company who just goes around, pokes around and checks these things. Say they go onto YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. They search break and free skate park. Boom. They see a clip of a guy without riding without a helmet. And they go, hmm, that's weird. That doesn't seem right. That seems kind of dangerous. They go in, they look at the waiver. Wow, that's one of the biggest things on here. Then it looks like I'm not enforcing the rules. Here's the thing about my general liability insurance. I had to pay it upfront and in full for the whole year. There's no payment plan. There's no refund. If, if I, if say I were to get caught not enforcing my waiver or doing something that I'm obligated to be doing and they call me and they say, that's it, you're cut off. I don't get reimbursed for the other seven months of insurance I've already paid for. I'm just done, right? And then if I don't have general liability insurance, the skate park is closed until I do have general liability insurance. And that could take days, weeks. I don't know. Then I have to pay upfront for a whole other year of insurance. So when I say, when an, if an incident, incident were to happen, it's not like, oh, if you get hurt, it's like, yeah, you could get hurt or something like this could happen. So it's a lot more complex than just, hey, follow the rules. Anyway, my next message is, we offer something special that not many places have. We believe that riders are better off here than not here. We also believe in second chances. Had you just apologized for this, we could have moved forward amicably. Unfortunately, that does not seem to be the case. So although I'm stern in saying you know, your actions are unacceptable, I'm saying there's still second chances, like you should have apologized, but hey, like the door's still open, like we can move forward, right? <sighs> to which he replies, I'm lost on the fact that it's fine when one of your favorite customers doesn't wear a helmet, but it's a huge problem when I don't wear a helmet to film clips at your skate park, boosting the image of your skate park. <laughs> I 
I don't see an issue when I'm a paying customer who gives you essentially free advertisement and I'm treated this way for doing something others would have done with no word. So let's, let's break down this whole section because this is absolutely insane. The fact that he's accusing me of letting my, quote, favorite customers just ride without helmets is absolutely insane. It's, a, it's an accusation based on no evidence but one Instagram reel that he pulled up from somewhere. Weird. If you, I'm sure if you listen to the skate park, I'm sorry, if you listen to this podcast, you come to the skate park and uh, you could tell me uh, on, on no hands how many times you find people here riding without a helmet. I wear a helmet. When I'm here, when I'm at the skate park alone or with two of my friends, I wear a helmet. Those are the rules. I follow the rules. Everyone follows the rules. That's how it works. Next. <laughs> the claim that he's boosting the image of the skate park is insane. I don't see how you're boosting the image of the skate park by, by literally advertising that <laughs> you don't have to wear a helmet. Like, like you're not boosting anything for me. The, the, again, and then... In that same line, the essentially free advertisement is just wildly insane. Like, get off your horse. The arrogance here is just off the charts. Um, then he goes on to say, so what you're saying is person will not be named is also not allowed to, at the skate park either. So now he's also trying to go back to that same clip and try to play this like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth which I say, this isn't about anyone other than you because the situation is about him, not this other guy. He then says to me, it's honestly mature. You turn the other way when it's someone you know personally. Again, insane. I don't let anyone break the rules. Everyone follows the rules. It's insane. <sighs> wow. So here's my reply. As I said earlier, I believe in second chances. This is like the second time I've mentioned this. I believe in second chances. I believe people are better having access to riding here than not. When situations, are, when situations arise, they are handled on an individual case-by-case -case basis, just as this one is. The mature thing that happens most often is people apologize and we move on from it. In rare cases, people double down or they argue or they become confrontational those situations yield di different results. While I appreciate what you believe to be free advertising, it's less than worthless to me when what you're advertising is that you think you are above the rules that everyone else follows. And this is the, the only time I really kind of make a stab at him as I say, showing respect will carry you further in life than followers, likes, and comic comments, etc. Because clearly in this situation, what, what he's implying is that the value of his clips in the eyes of his uh, social media following is, 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 is a value greater than the, uh, well, he doesn't perceive there's any negative value in him riding without a helmet. To me, that's a lot of negative value because it's not correct. Whatever. I go on. This will be my final message here. To reiterate my point one final time, Instead of apologizing and handling the situation like an adult, you've decided to make assumptions, baseless accusations, and you have doubled down. 
what could have been an I'm sorry and we move on, or could have been a short ban, may now result in a permanent ban from the skate park. You may reach out to me next winter if you wish to have a conversation about this situation. So here again, for like the fourth time, I'm just leaving the door open. I'm being altruistic, saying, hey, you're banned forever, but also like you can come talk to me, right? Like you could always come talk to me. Everyone that's been banned from the skate park before has been allowed back in every single time. The people come around, they learn their lesson, and they get lapped back in. I'm not in the business to, I'm not here to tell people not to ride. It's just, it's insane. His final message to me is the word ratio, a laughing emoji, and a thumbs down emoji. Just reiterating how completely immature and arrogant this person was, at least within this situation. And it's just sad. It's honestly just really sad. It really upsets me because I work really hard. I'm only one person. I'm doing everything I can. But there's only so much I could do. And like I said, it only takes one thing for this whole train to derail. And you get people like this who basically what he's saying and his actions just spit in the face of all the hard work that I put in all year long for six years trying to keep this place open. It spits in the face of all the people who came out and volunteered when we moved all these ramps from Syracuse and rebuilt this entire skate park. It spits in the face of every person who was a part of Rasp Skate Park or Xtremes 2 or Xtremes 1 or Spinners or this, this whole long lineage of, of you know, 30 years of skate parks in Rochester where the, the torch keeps getting passed on and passed on. And, and like it's, it's another iteration of the same thing, you know? It, it just sucks. Honestly, like, I didn't, I was like, maybe I shouldn't even do this podcast. I don't want to put this guy on blast because... I, have, I haven't got to the worst part about this, so I'll get there in a second. But I didn't really want to put this guy on blast because I'm sure one way or another he's going to hear about this podcast and then who knows what happens from there. But like, I want, the, I want maturity and I want to have a conversation and, and I, I would like the person to, you know, be able to come back and ride and enjoy the skate park because it's here for everyone. But like, it's not here for you if, if you don't have respect for everyone else. Like, Someone has to put their foot down about that, so it's going to be me. And um, with that, I will tell you about the worst part about the whole situation. After his final message to me of ratio, laughing emoji, thumbs down, he blocked me on Instagram. And when you block the skate park account, the way Instagram works is it blocks every other account that's associated with my phone number. So I can't see his account from anything I had. And then he posted something. I don't know what he posted, whether it was a story or whatever, a screenshot. I don't know. But then I got inundated with messages and comments. I basically was harassed for 24 hours. And uh, I'm not saying that like it really matters because like I don't care what a bunch of 
immature 16 year old scooter kids on the internet care do about like i don't care what they think about me like i work hard and i know my value so it doesn't bother me but it is really annoying when you know people are sending me messages telling me stuff that uh, i wouldn't i can't repeat on here because it's you know young kids might listen to this podcast like some pretty terrible messages and they're like spamming uh our last couple instagram posts with comments free gabe free gabe as if he's not free like he's free to do whatever he wants he just can't come here because he's a dick and um and i'm basically like trying to you can't delete comments anymore you have to report them and then they get removed so like that whole night up until I went to bed. And then in the morning when I wake up, I'm just like, Oh, here's another 10 comments. I have to delete because this guy, you know, put me on blast and, and you know, he thinks he's cool. Cause you know, he's probably, I think he had like 5,000 followers on Instagram or something like that matters in real life. Newsflash. It doesn't, it doesn't at all. Get off your phone. No one in the real world cares about your Instagram followers. One day, you're not going to be a scooter guy or a skater guy anymore. The whole hierarchy of how many tricks you could land and how good you are and how many comments you get in your video, those days will be over. One day you're going to have a real job. You're probably going to have a kid. And then riding becomes what it was in the beginning. It's just something you enjoy. It's something you love. It's a nice little escape from the stress of every day. But you get distorted in the middle of it. You get caught up in this like, I got to be good. I got to be this guy. Look how cool I am. And then you become so cool that somehow I become like the bad guy in the scenario. And like, not that like there aren't people that think I'm a bad guy, but like how many people are going to come to the skate park and, and pick a fight with me? There's not even a skate park if there's no me. And that's not to say someone else wouldn't have made the skate park but of all people to pick a fight with why are you going to pick it with me it's just sad it's just sad that people some people are like this so a couple words of advice here don't be a dick pretty good life advice you know don't presume that you're better than people. Don't presume you're above the rules. Just be a good person. Enjoy what you have while you have it. Because there's a pretty strong possibility that maybe you got one more winter of having breaking free around. Because if the economy doesn't turn around, it's not going to last. It's not, like I don't wanna, it's not like I don't want it to last. I'm doing everything I possibly can to make this skate park Stay alive. I could do a whole podcast on all the things I'm doing to keep it alive. I'm, I didn't pay myself for about four months last year. And this year I'm aiming to not pay myself for about seven because I need every freaking dollar to keep it open. So when I'm doing all of this and something like this happens, it does cut deep and it does sting. But that being said, I wish nothing but the best for that guy. You know, I hope he comes around. I hope one day we can have a, an adult conversation. And I hope he can enjoy breaking free just like everyone else can. <laughs> Adhering to the same rules and respecting one another. Because if you can't respect the guy who built the skate park, who keeps the skate park open, then I, I doubt this guy respects you, the person listening to this podcast right now. A little bit of respect is all we need, guys. It's a little bit of respect. 
see you at the skate park later.